0: This is the American Real Estate Show, and I'm your host, Tristan Almada. This show is an experience that happens typically through YouTube and plays into Facebook. Now it's a podcast. So this is where you're going to learn what the latest news is about real estate so you stay informed and you can make better decisions because at the end of the day, I mean, the American dream is still alive. Let's go. Welcome back. We're back from... I hope a great Memorial Day weekend. I'm Tristan, your host. Let's talk about real estate. What we're seeing just over the last four days where I haven't done this is now some media and some data is, is saying there are areas that are overvalued and there's a correlation as to where all those people moved to during the pandemic. And those are those are being said that those are the areas that are overvalued. So let's dive into that because there are two articles I want to go over. One is by our friends over at Fortune, and damn, they have some great information. So let's dive into that one. And another one is Redfin. It shows you what areas we should be watching out for, and these are very specific. So one thing that I want you to keep in mind is that real estate is very regional, so what you experience in one area is not necessarily what you're going to experience in another area. And the other part is that there is no crash. As of today, it all looks good. We're just easing into a normal market. That's what we've seen with all of the data that I shared over the previous weeks. That's what we're seeing still. Nothing has changed. And with that, let me just share with you what I've got. This article I'm going to post into the YouTube channel the description. It says, keep an eye on those overvalued housing markets as the housing boom implodes right and they're using some harsh words there's housing boom but of course i highlighted some areas and let's just dig right into this one here we go over the past year home price growth 20 is four times greater than income growth and that's important because if that didn't keep up keep up of course there was going to be a turnaround just remember not a crash moody's anal- Analytics chief economist, Mark Zandi, and we've talked about him before, tells Fortune it's premature to use that term, meaning like, hey, a crash, a bubble, anything like that. It says a bubble, in his mind, would require both speculation-driven price growth and overvaluation. And obviously, speculation-driven price growth is something we don't have. We do have overvaluation, according to him. That said, it says we don't meet at least one of the elements, and that's overvaluation. Now, we scroll down... It says, but the overvaluation by historical comparison varies greatly by market. And this is why it's regional. This is why we have to pay attention to what areas we're talking about here. The housing pandemic boom, which is now coming to an end, was hardly even, with uprooted remote workers sending home prices in the markets like Austin, Boise, Charlotte, skyrocketing well over the national rate. And I'm gonna stop sharing really quick to remind you of one thing that you also have to keep an eye on, and that's rent. I'm not gonna bring that up on any data, but I have in the past. And when rent is as high as owning, that's one thing that you have to be looking at because if that's what you have to deal with as a possible homeowner, and you're like, am I gonna continue to rent when I can buy a home for the exact same price, then all of a sudden buying becomes a little bit more lucrative. If renting is significantly less than owning a home, then at that point we start having some issues. So watch out for that as well. Let me go back to the article here as I scroll down. It says, those overvalued housing markets now face a test. Mortgage rates, jumped. obviously they jumped from 3.1 to 5.1. I think they're a little higher today, like 5.25. Over the past five months, have pushed the housing market over the top. New home sales, we talked about that last week, how they plummeted. Existing home sales, they've slowed down, but there's still a lack of inventory. And the mortgage applications are going down. I don't like the word plummeting because existing home sales are not plummeting. But mortgage applications have gone down significantly. And if we go down here, I'm gonna show you one of my friends, Mike Simonson. If you wanna follow him on Twitter, it's got a great account. He owns Altos Research, and a lot of these slides that he uses here shows it says available inventory is up five point seven percent this week, and it's relevant. I mean, it's now to three hundred and sixty-four thousand single-family homes. These are active on the MLS, right, on the Multiple Listing Service. We're not talking about brand new inventory, but you can see the graph here. It goes back to what, July, January, July, January, July, January. So it goes through 2022 from 2015, where if we scroll in a little bit higher, we can see 1.18 million all the way down to where we're at now, 364,000 as of just this past week. That's current data for you. It also shows you how the inventory is still low nationwide. So when people are talking about low inventory, that's what they're referring to. And I I love showing this data because it's relevant. Follow Mike, he's on social. Now let's go back to, this one says, look, in order to determine the likelihood of regional home prices dropping, CoreLogic, another great company with data, by the way, CoreLogic, They assess factors like income growth projections, unemployment forecasts, consumer confidence, debt to income ratios, really important, affordability, and we know where that is, mortgage rates, and inventory levels. Then CoreLogic put regional housing markets into one of five groups. And this is what I love. I love these maps, and I'm going to go dive into this one with you because here you can see the odds of regional home prices. And I'm going to zoom in for you so you can see. We're going to go through. Very low is darker blue. Low is light blue. Medium is purple. Pink is high and red is very high. They're saying that these are the areas, the very high areas that are significantly overvalued. And we should be watching out because chances are a little higher there that prices will decline over the next year. Now we don't know when over the next year like I showed you on that previous data chart, we're still low on inventory. Now, we scroll in and we're like, okay, where did people move to during the pandemic? Lake Havasu, Prescott Valley, that's really high. They also apparently moved to Bend, right, and some over some areas over here. Now, if we go to high, that's pink, we know people from LA and, and California all, all together moved to Boise, Idaho right and then we look at all these areas in the west coast and the east coast and look at look at the low though to me to me this is important the odds of regional home prices dropping over the coming year very low and low even though lots of people move to florida they're saying because it's still significantly people are going in a lot and all of those points that they assessed right which is debt to income which is Well, let's just scroll back really quick because it's so important. Your factors like income growth projections. They're saying, hey, Florida's gonna still keep growing. Unemployment forecasts, which are still low right now. Consumer confidence, and the consumer confidence is super high in a lot of parts in Florida. Debt to income ratio, affordability, mortgage rates and inventory levels. So this is why even though a lot of people move to Florida, it's still significantly low. And look at Texas, right? And of course, California, because they lost a lot of people, uh, there's it's just very low altogether, not super, super low. But I thought that was really interesting to take a look at because it gives you a clearer picture of what it actually looks like for the future according to the data they have. Now, Zandi, that's the guy with Moody. He said, he said in order, Zandi says these juiced up regional housing markets are the most likely to see home prices decline. And I thought this was interesting. He started with Boise, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Las Vegas. Uh, I don't even know how to say Coeur d'Alene in Idaho, so excuse me for screwing that up. Tampa, Atlanta. And we're already seeing in some areas like Atlanta and Boise, Idaho, in the higher price points, we're seeing a slight slowdown in some areas. For Collins, and you could just grab all of these. And I'll I'll put this link over there. And I thought that was really interesting. I'm going to go back to talk to you really quick. Because as we get a lot more of this data, we're going to start seeing, well, what areas are actually slowing down instead of just speculating. And look, like I said, we've talked to people, friends in Atlanta, friends in Boise, Idaho, and other real estate agents in those areas. And they are saying, hey, it's it's slowing down, but more towards the top. So not that median price point or the lower entry-level price point, we're seeing more towards the top. And look, if you if you see something different, let me know. I always love grabbing data and talking about that. Now, let me show you the next one because this one was just as good. And this one's by Redfin. They have some good data. So take a look at what Redfin's got. This one's called Home Sellers in Migration Hotspots Increasingly Turn to Price Drops. So exactly what we're talking about. This is why I love these two articles. And I'm gonna show you now, let me... Grab the other one that I had here as I highlighted this one. And I'm going to scroll down to just the part that I really wanted to focus on this one. I'll show you the great graph. It says more than 20% of home sellers drop their price in April in seven of the 10 most popular April migration destinations, Cape Coral, Florida, Sacramento, Northport, Florida, Tampa, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, San Antonio, and Phoenix. For home sellers in these markets, a sharp increase in mortgage rates has knocked some of the wind out of the housing market that had been supercharged by surging migration. Yes, we know all that. But here's what a Redfin agent said, and I highlighted it, her name's Shauna because it was right on point. And and I want you to pay attention to this one. It says, if your home, talking to a seller, if your home has been listed for several days with little or no interest from buyers, it's time to consider dropping the price. If you do have to drop the price, you are far better off doing one large price drop instead of a series of small price drops because a large number of drop is often interpreted as desperation and encourages buyers to wait even longer or make lower offers. I thought that was such a good point. And then they go into the area that I wanna show you here. This whole map, it's not even a map, it's just a, a great sheet. These are the areas, it says, share of homes for sale with price drops in April 2022. And it shows you the share of homes for sale with price drop in April 2022. This is the this is right here, the area that I want you to focus on. Boise, Idaho, 40% of the active listings drop their price. And look, know that the norm, typically, the height of every market is about 30% of all properties. That means one out of every three will have a price drop at the peak they're already way past that. Cape Coral 32, New Orleans 31. But Bat- Baton Rouge, I suck at these names sometimes. I should just I should just stop with that one. Sacramento, Philadelphia, and look, I'm going to put this up there so you can understand better as you dive into this data, but it's important to understand what's happening and, and not to not to fall for what you're hearing either from the media or from or from people on TikTok or Or social media in general. We back it up by data. This is why I love doing this almost daily so that you can take a look at this data and then make up your mind on your own. I just love when you send me some information that I didn't know. So if you spot something that maybe I missed or that you don't agree with me on, send it over to me because I dissect it and then I get to talk to economists over at realtor.com and Redfin and some other different parts. But Look, together we're gonna to figure this out. There is no crash so far. We're just seeing what's looking like it's gonna be a normal market for the majority of the real estate world in this in the United States. So keep your eyes open, see what happens. It's all good so far. Don't freak out and don't, don't give in to panic. And if you have any questions, you know we're